Welcome to our ICT4D conference podcast. My name is Sonja Rutzel at CRS, and I'm interviewing experts for you to share insights on how they're using digital technologies to address the food crisis. Today, it's my pleasure to welcome Benedicto Hosea, who is a team leader at Plant Village and will share with us how they're helping farmers in Tanzania to detect pests in crops and further improve their knowledge for resilience. Welcome, Benedicto. Thank you very much, Sonia, for this welcome. I'm the team leader in Tanzania. I partnered with the Plant Village in 2022 and we started the building uh, a Dream Team Tanzania, which is working now with Plant Village technology that is an all up, which we improving, we are training the farmers, involve the government leaders on how to use it on detecting diseases and pests in the crops so that we improve the way our production has been going in Tanzania. Now it is almost one year since we have been using the AI technology. Thank you for the introduction. Now we have already learned in an earlier podcast about AI uses for climate adaptation with NetHope. And this is now an opportunity to revisit this topic and dive deeper into one specific AI tool to help farmers increase their knowledge and capabilities and to adapt to climate change. So, Benedicto, could you please tell us a little bit more about the background of the AI app and the approach for the tool you use? There have been many technologies that are being used, but for our side, we have chosen to adapt the Plant Village Null app. Artificial Intelligence app was developed by Penn State University in the United States of America, and it was deployed in Africa, starting in Kenya, and it has spread in other 10 countries. Uh, Tanzania is one of them. We understand that it have to spread around Africa so that it can be adapted and help the farmers to develop their agricultural activities. By 2023, Pranti Village is reaching 14 million people in 10 countries and is intending to reach 50 million people in 25 countries by 2024. So using AI is a very important technology that is useful for farmers to detect diseases and as well it can help us to analyze the amount of moisture and the location of the place where the farmer are and as well can be posted the information on the Plant Village website, which can help anyone to know where the farmers are and which problem they are facing. So giving out a solution on identified challenges has become more easier because of the use of artificial intelligence application. This tool is very essential for farmers because it works with Android devices so that uh, can be used remotely. Uh, as you know, in Tanzania, farmers are located in rural areas where they poor access to agricultural extension services. 
Thank you. So my understanding is that this app has been used in different locations, but um, I wanted to ask you specifically, what were your learnings and your particular experience implementing the Plant Vintage Neuro app in Tanzania? What are your main lessons you would like to share? In Tanzania, it has been adopted mostly in 2022 from March. And uh, we learned it from the other who have been started using it, especially Dream Team Kenya. Um, the experience that we have got in implementing the AI in, in Tanzania is um, that it is very easy to run uh, if anyone is using smartphones with Android, can download and install on the phone can remotely be used to detect infections on crops. Since we adapted it, we employed 10 agricultural graduates personnel, and this has been trained how to use the AI tool with the farmers. So they go on the farms to train the farmers how to detect diseases, how to detect their pests, and how to control the challenges. In Tanzania, especially in Kigoma, new application is widely expanding and being accepted by the people because it's the only tool that is providing agricultural advices on sports. Thank you. Were there any specific lessons around how to get the farmers interested in this app before you even started with the training process? Um, was there any concerns around being a smartphone-based app or an AI app requiring sort of a certain set of skills that there might be some concerns to even agree to, to the trainings with the grad students? Is there any, any lessons you like to share uh, with regards to the capacity building? Sure, yes. Uh, the farmers and the community at large are very, very impressed in learning and adapting the technology and improving farming activities. However, there has been a big challenge. Most farmers, they do not own the smartphones. So most of the time, they have to get support from few persons who have devices that have the ability to download and install the AI tools. For the people who have Android and smartphones, uh, have been very, very interested in learning and using the app. What other challenges did you face during the implementation process? Is there anything that surprised you, especially comparing with the information you had about the tool being previously used in other countries or contexts? Yes. In our context, the big challenge that we encounter is that most farmers do not have tools that can be used on the technology. So the challenge is that we needed to have the personnel who have the devices that can be installed with Prank Village app and go to the field every day. In order to detect issues on the farms, the person with the device with AIA tool have to be in the field and do scouting. From what the observations is being detected, then is what is being advised or addressed to the farmers. 
it would have been better if, for example, if we can use like coordinates of the farm and then do analysis of the farms from maybe the office, but that is impossible. So now we do field visits to detect the problems. But uh, the challenges are very minimum and uh, so because we can have much information about the farmers, where are the allocations, what crops are there, when it was planted and uh, when it is supposed to be uh, harvested. So we have a lot of time of visiting, advising the farmer on the best way of managing their crops. Thank you. Maybe sort of going back to the question, I mean, I assume that's the same challenges you have in every region and every context. You know, a lot of farmers don't have smartphones or have their digital knowledge on using sort of complicated apps. But was there anything specifically in the Tanzania context that was different compared to other applications? Yes, I can say um, in the other way, Tanzania is like other countries. And, um, you know, many applications often designed to use um, common English language, but Tanzania is mostly people who speak Swahili language. And uh, it is fair enough that uh, um, the AI has the option to change the language from English language to Swahili language. So the farmers in Tanzania can follow it very well. The other issue is, is the only access to information. I mean, the farmers, those we have not yet reached, they do not know how to find out the apps can help them to manage their farms and other activities they do. The difference of Planty Village is that it has created an open law for supporting communities, learn this program, adapting them use them so that together we provide information of what the farmers are facing but what a developer can develop so that it includes many different kind of crops so this is happening and i see the penn state is working hard to make sure that the app can be used at any place at any kind of crops my understanding is, especially a lot of AI technology, the algorithms are quite specific to specific types of crops. So do you mean like any stable crops or what kind of crops are you currently using and where do you think you can expand the app to? Yeah, thank you. Here, most of the crops that we have been detecting has been maize, cassava and beans. But there are other crops like cabbages, vegetables. This was not on part of the Planty Village Null app. But for now, many crops has been added. They can be surveyed. The results can be shared. But specific at the present, cassava is the most plant that we are using the app for detecting diseases and the pests and the viruses. Thank you. I also wanted to ask you, how are you getting feedback from the farmers on how they're using the app? And for example, what other information you might want to consider? Is there some sort of feedback system in place? Uh, the feedback from the farmers or the community has been on one way that when we go with the farm on their farms, get feedback from the farmers. Uh, one is uh, phone calls, 
and uh, in a week we have two sessions of meeting with the farmers. So during the meeting, everyone is able to give the feedback of what and how the farms are, are going on. Thank you, Benedicto. Sounds like a very interesting innovation and also a lot of work. But so I wanted to hear from you about impact. So yeah, is it worth it? What kind of difference does it make to the community? Can you please explain us a little bit more around the impact and how you have measured your success so far? That is a good question because every day we work on, on to cause positive impact to the community. When we started using this technology, we found that most of the varieties of cassava which have been produced in Kigoma, they were all infected by mosaic and white fries, which have not been giving the farmers good yields. But after using this app, we have decided to train the farmer. We have developed the 24 uh, demo plots, which we are monitoring using the AI, so that we show the farmers the difference between the improved seeds and the log affected seeds, so that the farmers will be able to choose the best one, which gives them uh, higher yields. But as well, we have established the uh, site where we are producing green cassava seedlings. The impact that the result that we have seen from the use of a new app, which have uh, made us decide that having the improved seeds, which um, drought tolerant, diseases tolerant. Yeah, and a short time ready for harvesting are coming in as the results of the use of artificial intelligence digital tool. But another thing that has happened is that the farmers now are changing from traditional ways of farming and they are coming to the use of modern farming means. Thank you very much for sharing this. I imagine that is a, well, as we see right now, very, very important development for global food security, for sure. So mm -hmm. thank you so much for sharing your insights. Bye, thank you. And thank you for listening to our ICT4D conference podcast. I hope you join us again next week 